Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show started. Hey! Um, welcome. Yo. Special, special guest, uh, little Stevie in the house. Ew. Delighted delighted to be here. Delighted to be back. Been a long time. It, I was going to say, I was looking. It was June of 2021, the last time we were on the show. Woo. Oh, mama. Yeah. Yeah, not, I think not a lot going on. Um, your six or seven out time. in LA, I guess. Then a couple times. <laughs> I, I live in New York. <laughs> Either um, way, <laughs> the the coastal elites, yeah, same shit. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Well, originally, Stevie, you reached out uh, because you said you had some hot takes on hot dogs because uh, we I did do. a, kind of a hot dog themed episode for Chubstep Four Hundred. Yeah, and, which was delightful, by the thank way. Thank you. What a, you. What a great episode. <laughs> it was a very interesting experience being in a, uh, you know, a live hot dog shop. You know, people are very confused as they're walking in and there's a couple guys sitting uh, with a laptop and microphones in front of them. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hot dog talk. People got to get used to it. It's 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 happening. You yeah. can't stop it. Yeah. Exactly. It, yeah. So I actually I developed this uh, a while ago and I don't have a lot of people who care about the topic of hot dogs um I did I ranked all of the toppings on a Chicago dog okay um, and here <laughs> here's my overall take on the Chicago dog uh and I'd I love feedback from okay from the hometown boys I think Chicago has great hot dogs probably maybe the best hot dog city in the country I think that's okay. certainly fair I think the Chicago dog is so fucking stupid like there's so much on it like no hot dog needs what like eight seven or eight toppings yeah um you gotta get a little messy i agree <laughs> like i'm so just for my context i'm i'm pretty basic i like bacon cheese and one thing i saw from the hot dog the chicago dog i'll throw some pickles on there too okay wow. because there's some great innovations on this hot dog and then some stuff i don't agree with personally okay <laughs> Uh, so what do you think? You want me to run through my list? Well, or well, for, well any... first, let's talk about your ideal hot dog. You said bacon, cheese, and pickles. Yes, like melted. Well, I think I prefer melted cheese, but I don't mind shredded cheese either. The pickle cheese bacon combo seems I've never odd. never tried that. It pickles seems is, a... pickles is silly. That's just a personal preference. I'm not <laughs> going to sit here and say that's the you know the premium hot dog. I think the premium hot dog is bacon and cheese though. And I'll give if you want to get a little messy throw some chili on there as well yeah. uh i like chili dogs not something i can do a lot yes. uh, because it is insane but like i yeah. do like a chili dog i i would agree with that i think there's nothing wrong with the chili dog i like i'm, chili I'm actually anti-chili dog okay no no variety it's lazy to me well you could have different types of chilies 
it's it's just lazy to me it's like you know just get this thing and put it on this other thing why don't we put chili on pizza why don't we just put chili on a pie chili pie you could could put chili on a lot of things nachos french fries yeah i do like omelets nacho chili yeah you could put on omelets good omelet yeah i don't like it on the dog though okay bad take all right but (laughs) (laughs) so okay let's go through these ingredients uh stevie so go one by one what's this ranking highest to lowest yeah we're gonna go best to worst i think it makes it more fun uh the number one not even an actual ingredient on a hot dog it's the um the dismissal of ketchup is huge dub huge (laughs) dub for chicago (laughs) i i personally think ketchup is a dipping condiment you know i don't think it really belongs on top of anything uh i think it's made for dipping potatoes i understand and jared i did hear your barbecue argument a fair take I'm not going to say you're an act like, like I'm not on the Chicago high horse where people who put ketchup on hot dogs are morons, but I think it's a silly uh, hot dog condiment. I actually, this will blow you guys' minds. I, if I go to a sporting event and I get a hot dog, I raw dog that bad boy. I don't Whoa. want, I don't want ketchup or mustard on there. Yeah. Same. <laughs> Hell yeah. Because of the implication. It's a way to do it. Especially because I don't, you're in the stadium. You can't be like going to that little bar on the side messing around with all the germs and everything it's gross yeah and the onion it's... roller the what the spin the thing that the onions start coming out you ever done that no spin this little little wheel that like onions start shooting out of it yeah if i ever got on that i just spin it until there was a pile of onions on the ground <laughs> yeah there you go okay so your favorite is the actually not ingredients the lack of ingredients and, and yeah. i do agree with that it seems kind of um it's almost ketchup is like a child's uh flavor I agree, but I'm a big advocate of ketchup bump as a dip for potatoes. Yeah. You know, it's basic, it's simple. There are better dips, but it's always available. Yeah, uh, and yeah, it's. I, I think that's what it's intended for. Yeah, not this. Agreed. So win for the shower dog number two. So the actual best ingredient, I think, the bun, the poppy seed bun, elite. Mm. It's one mm. thing that I, after leaving Milwaukee, even though it's not Chicago, rarely see anymore, which is a bummer. Because yeah. uh, if I'd make huh. hot dogs in college, I would buy the poppy seed buns. It's, it's the best. As far as like, if you're not going to get fancy with the bun, hard to beat. Yeah. Do they it's sell them other places? I, do, I don't really see this at okay. grocery stores. I'm sure if I like, because obviously most stores don't have a big selection of hot dog buns. Yeah. So it, I, I rarely ever see a poppy seed bun. Okay. Which is a bummer. I love it. Yeah, that is a bummer. I agree. I agree. It's people don't ever... I. I would say if I'm even listing out the ingredients, I wouldn't even think to put the bun on there, but it is such a staple of that dog. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. Yeah, because you guys are born and bred on it. You don't realize that's, right. that's like yeah, a that's, in my, that's a true game changer. Yeah, poppy seed in my blood. I don't know what other people put on their buns <laughs> if they I don't have poppy seed. It kind of sucks. I, I don't mind. Like if you get a good like split down the middle toasted like New England style bun, it's good, but uh, poppy seed's better. The problem yeah. though with poppy seed, Stevie, is the getting in your teeth. Hmm. The little yeah, prophecies get in teeth a lot. So avoid it on dates, maybe. That's fair. I see them on rolls <laughs> all the time around here, too. So you know they have them. Yeah. But they, they just exist. don't put them on hot dog buns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, number three, I mean, this is personal preference, as I previously stated, the pickle spear. Yeah. Uh, I'm just a huge pickle fan. I think uh, that is, I and I stand by my point, it's another ridiculously silly topping to go on a hot dog, but it, this one works to me. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I like it. I they're pickles. the same shape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. It is. I've actually 
I put pickle spears on my hot dogs now. That's like the one thing <laughs> yeah. I took. Yeah. Uh, the bun if I had it. But I love that. Um, and number four, well, it's not really... they're like they're almost as thick as the dog, which is sometimes a problem. It makes you have to open yeah. up your mouth a lot wider. The, the the length is a little like the width, the girth, if you will, is, is very girthy. I agree. If you're making your own, I would recommend trying chips. Uh, they're yeah. a little easier to, to spot pickle chips, obviously. Yeah. I like the yeah. bread and butter pickle chips. Mm. You know, I'm not, I, I used to be very staunchly against bread and butter pickles, but I went to, uh, I guess, friend of friends of the show, Jeff Root's old restaurant, the Bristol. Yes. And they gave me bread and butter pickles after the meal. And Jeff hands it me because he knows I hate bread and butter. And he's like, <laughs> here you go, you fucking asshole. Eat these bread and butter pickles. And they actually were really good. I went back nice. for seconds and I rarely do. I'm a sour guy. But yeah, uh, yeah. it opened my mind a little bit. So there you go. And I don't hate those anymore. Good. Yeah, Jeff's been on the show before. Ah, love that. Love that. I, I had to have listened to him. If yeah. I didn't, send me the episode number. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, number four, also not really ingredient, but a hot dog itself. And I don't remember the owner of Flubba Dub Chub, um, but he stressed the importance of the Vienna beef hot dog, right? Oh, yeah. So I'm also personally, I, and I'm not against this. Um, I'm more of a, I don't really love the all beef hot dogs. I'm more of like, I want some pork in there. Yeah. Um, I think if you go to the grocery store and buy like the, like the, the like German or like that type of European style, like, thicker hot dogs those are my favorites of making them my own but all beef are definitely less variants more consistent i think vienna beef is pretty much the best of the best with all beef yeah mm -hmm. I, I would like to do a side by side because i in my mind i agree with you steve but i'd like to do a side by side of just you know raw dog in it but a few different ones and just kind of see like okay yeah that is actually what i think i could buy yeah. a bunch of hot dogs all right let's do it i can make that happen okay <laughs> yeah because you might even notice but then if i'm sitting between like a ballpark Frank, which I do like, or a Vienna beef, all beef. Like I'm probably going to Vienna beef, but yeah. if I can get a little higher grade pork hot dog, or I guess it's not even always all pork. Like, yeah, you don't really just, you just don't want to read the ingredients. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, great dog. Number five, I have onions here. I'm not a huge onion guy on hot dogs, but I do like onions and I don't, I do like them on hot dogs. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is kind of the middle of the road for me. I think it's a, okay. it's a classic hot dog condiment, not something silly. Um, it works. It's on pretty much, I mean, it's on New York style dogs, right? It's on Detroit yeah. style dogs. It's on almost every like yeah. style of hot dog. Yeah. It's just a matter of how it's cooked a lot of times. Mm -hmm. like that, Chicago, that's the key raw. with the onion. Yeah, the raw onions. Sometimes, yes, yes. Uh, New York, they're more stewed and and cooked for a while. Be th thrown on there. Yeah, yeah. It, I didn't realize I, there was this many ingredients. That's what I'm saying. There's so <laughs> many. It's <laughs> not easily halfway right now. I think I have four more. <laughs> and and let me know if any of these aren't actually on. No, so far uh, you're good. I think you're good so far. Um, and I didn't rank celery salt. I, I it's so this I guess there's an extra ingredient. I just didn't yeah. have that on my list for some reason. I you can put that at the end. Yeah, it's a spice. <laughs> like, that's fine. Put just it, I guess it put here. it just throw it after onions. I don't really have an opinion. <laughs> I have an opinion on everything else. Okay, okay. All right. So then I have mustard. I as as you could guess yeah. from the beginning of the show, I'm not a mustard guy in general, but I mm -hmm. understand it as a classic sausage topping. The flavors yeah. do blend. It's not my cup of tea, but I'm not going to knock it because other people like it. Makes sense. Uh, 
Mm. Not like ketchup. I have less of a take on mustard than ketchup. I'll yes. allow it here. Reasonable, reasonable condiment. And I think it is a dub to not put both because I don't really understand putting both. Yeah. They, they, yeah. It's too, it's like pick one. Yeah. Pick one agreed. sauce. You can't double sauce. Yeah. It is, uh, it is bad for stains though. Mustard on the shirt. I feel like it just happens. The, the problem with the Chicago dog is we're getting, as you're going through this, when you have that many ingredients, things can fall off easy. Yeah. One's coming and off. Now that you've put you, this yellow dyed substance, you know, in this thing with all these fallings, you know, things falling off, it just can get on clothes pretty easy. That is the mm. problem with the mustard. Yeah. So you want to drop the, you want to, you I would drop know. the I mustard, Jared. I don't know. I'm not going to change it, but I, yeah, I'm, I, I get it. And like, if you get a Chicago dog to bring them home, are they soggy when you get home with the buns? Uh, what do you mean, it, bring them home? <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. If you you eat them, them in an alleyway or a gutter. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> they they definitely can be. I've actually been to places where I've actually stopped ordering them from some local places because sometimes they already come out and they're already too soggy. Uh, but I think that is just something to do with more the way they're cooking it than they pre-make the, them. Yeah, they must pre-make them. Just like. Yeah, anytime you wrap, you get steam something, and then you when you wrap it, it could automatically get you know soggy. So yeah, it, it does happen, but not all the time. Gotcha. All right. Well, number seven. This I'm sure will be controversial. I think I feel like this is the most iconic of the toppings. It's a sport pepper. Mm-hmm. I think so. Like in theory, I like the sport pepper. Like the first bite of the sport pepper is great, but like then you eat one of them, and then there's usually like three yeah. of them on there, right? And like. Yeah. Every time I've had a Chicago dog, I'm picking yeah. the third one. I'm like, there's too many sport peppers on here. <laughs> Not, it's too potent of a flavor for like a hot dog. I think it's a good, it's a good option, but too much. It's just like the whole dog. It's just too much. Yeah, yeah. I don't like the stems. I get a lot where the stems on. Yeah, I got to get rid of those stems. And I got it like I ordered food, so I didn't have to make food. And now you want me to prepare my own pepper. That's already yeah, on there okay. in the mix. I, it's it's a mess. Yeah. My problem, Stevie, is that sometimes you bite into it and then like you can't fully uh, break it as you're mm-hmm. biting through it. So then it like gets stuck in your mouth as you're pulling it out. Uh, that That is my problem with it. But I like the kind of, uh, I kind of like a little spicy thing. And those are usually not too spicy. I kind of like the pickly spicy flavor of that. But I get it. I get it. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it, it, I kind of, I get it on the dog. If it was on the side, you know, maybe you're going back and forth, but it, it, it adds too much for me, but it's not, I'm not really like an, I guess I'm kind of against it on a hot dog, but I'm not against it in principle. Well, what, where else are you ever going to put it? Like where else does a sport pepper? Right. It was yeah, invented. I mean, where else? I've never seen it. It was invented for a hot dog. Scientist. I don't think I've seen one outside of Chicago in my entire life. <laughs> That's a good point. It goes in Jardinera. A good point. I don't even know what Jardinera, like, I can't define Another it, but Chicago I put it on stuff though. sometimes. Yeah. All right. Well, we're almost done. Number eight, I have relish. This is on a Chicago dog, right? Yeah. So oh, yeah. it's like, I don't mind relish being on a hot dog. Like, you know, I'm I'm not a huge relish guy because it's more of the sweeter side of pickles and spicy or the sour. Yeah. But you already have a fucking pickle on here. <laughs> yeah, pickle, <You're> yeah. <laughs> Belt and suspenders, as they would say. Both? Yeah. Now I'm starting to disagree with you on some of these rankings. I want I want disagreement. I Re- relish should be high. <laughs> but do you need both? Yeah, you need both because you get the spice and the sweet all That's in a one. Good point. Okay. They mix this, it. Yeah. It gets crazy I, in there. Just I like think, the turbulent streets of Chicago. Yeah, I think what this I, I, I know what you're saying, Steve. I think what this is trying to do is literally like hit every single flavor 
that you could get. It's got to yeah. have like the the little bit of spicy with a sport pepper, pickly, uh, sour, sweet, uh, salty, salty with the yeah, salty salt on there, pop, whatever poppy seed is, opium, yeah. uh, and then a beef, you know, flavor. And then, yeah, then you're going to get to your last one here. Yeah. So I stand by this is the dumbest hot dog ingredient of all time <laughs> is the all tomato time. slice. And <laughs> it takes away from the victory of not having ketchup by throwing a fucking tomato on here. That's yeah. true. It's That's like, true. You die on the hill of not having ketchup. That's, I would say, arguably the biggest staple of Chicago hot dogs is the absence of ketchup. But you throw yeah. tomato slices on here. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, I'm guessing most hot dog stands aren't growing tomatoes off the vine. Like these <laughs> yeah. tomatoes have probably been sitting around for a while. Um, and, and the last time I was in Chicago, I got a couple of Chicago dogs to really give it a chance. And like the tomatoes were never good. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, it's just like, and it doesn't need to be on the hot dog. I it's, think like that might push it over the size limit. Yeah. Right. It's, you, it's the whole thing. It's too much. There's too much <laughs> here. We just rank like 10 ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> that isn't saying that's all on one hot dog when you're laying it out that way. Uh, my my problem is that I'm always the guy at a restaurant that orders the sandwich with the most things on it. Uh, so that like the Chicago dog just falls right into that category of like, just, yeah, throw literally every single ingredient you could find on something and I'll eat it. Uh, that Does that always mean it's the best? No, it doesn't. It just means that's like where just my mind goes. And so for me, I've always just been like, yeah, that's, you know, it's got everything. But is it too much? Like, could you get rid of a few of those ingredients and it be just as good? What I would like to do now, other than trying Steed's uh, hot dogs, is to try a few bite. Like I want one with has everything, one missing this, one missing this. Oh, to yeah. Try the kind of different, mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, this is actually just as good without the tomato or without the you know sport pepper, things like that. Right? It doesn't need this both. But yeah, I, I see the tomato is ridiculous. You, when you have the tomato, the tomato and the full the tom- pickle, the tomato. That's what <laughs> I call it. That's a Chicago thing. And uh, the sport peppers. <laughs> yeah, that's where you've got this. This thing's sitting all on top of this dog, and it is a lot. Uh, it's hard for me to argue that the, that the tomato is the worst ingredient on there. I, yeah, because I, I think I could do without it. You're trying to basically put like a lot of stuff that'd be maybe on like a hamburger onto a hot dog, but even yeah. a hamburger, you yeah. would never put like double of both relish and pickle. Mm-hmm. And like, Listen, like I, I think I could hear arguments for every other condiment that I dissed in this whole thing. I don't yeah. get the tomato, and I think it's like takes away a lot from it. And again, Chicago has great hot dogs. It's just this dog, I think, is silly. <laughs> yeah, the tomato. You're right about the tomato. Tomatoes' biggest difference between like a, a fresh one and a not fresh one, a ripe one. You know, you can really tell the difference. And yeah, these little stands are not going to be getting the vine ripe tomatoes like you're saying. So it's gonna be shitty tomatoes are gonna be grainy or mealy or whatever and it's not gonna be good yeah and i think too like people will like tout the new york hot dog as a new york homer like chicago has better hot dogs like if you get a new york like if you want a true new york hot dog like you're going to like a little like call like papaya king they're usually called you're getting like a dollar 50 hot dog mm-hmm. they're usually pretty good um for a buck 50 oh yeah yeah and i think it's more like new york dollar slice for me compared to yeah. hot dogs and maybe that's just like woefully ignorant if there's other new yorkers yelling at me but it's like you get them they're cheap they're one of the few cheap things in new york and they're pretty good yeah. uh I, you're never gonna like i don't think new york has like the best hot dogs on earth i'm sure some places have like a good one but like whereas with pizza like you can get dollar slice and it's 
punching way out of its dollar price range weight class. Yeah. And then you could also go somewhere else and get like genuinely incredible pizza, which I don't mm-hmm. know. Like it's probably few and far between hot dog wise. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. It's, 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 you bring up all good points. It's hard. I know you wanted like a debate on some of these. I, I didn't my, need a debate because well, you know, I'm right. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm a little bit more in favor of the sport pepper would be my only thing. And I would probably put the pickle spear a little lower only because I would probably prefer the relish over the pickle spear just because of the size. As I mentioned in the Chubb 400, I hurt myself eating too many Chicago style hot dogs uh, because of the amount of that opened up injury. my mouth. It was a tragic I injury because I opened up my mouth too wide uh, to open up to eat these <laughs> hot dogs. And so I would prefer a, a hot dog I could fit into my mouth easier. Yeah, yeah, it's... And like, I, I'm more like, I, I guess sandwiches, sometimes I will load them up, but like pizza, I'm a pretty like one, two topping at most yeah. guy, like in hot dogs, I'm the same way. You know, I could do a couple, I don't eat eight. I mean, that's a little, yeah. a little much. <laughs> the, uh, I, our record is like 22. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, Stevens and I will say there's a place called Wiener Circle, kind of a famous place in Chicago. They also add the cheddar cheddar cheese if you also want on the Chicago dog. Mm. So even add one more ingredient on that. (laughs) But that that'd be a welcome addition to me. It was it's good. I actually prefer that. Yeah, Yeah. replace the tomatoes with the cheddar cheese. Hot dog goes up like ten notches. (laughs) There you go, little Stevie dog. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Uh, so, well, thank you for that. Uh, also, what is, what's with the glizzy name? What did that start? The, how do I speak called glizzy? I like that, like really gained traction the last like a year or two. Right. Like, I feel like yeah. I've heard that in passing, but now it's like the term. Had never heard that term before. Yeah. I would say like two years ago. And then all of a sudden that's what it's all the as the kids are calling it these days. Yeah. yeah. It, it appeared in June, 2020. Okay. Yeah. I'm, the origins are unknown. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I like it. You know, I think Wiener is a better name. Weenie, if you yeah. want to have fun with it. Uh, yeah. I like Pup. Pup is a, one of my favorite hot dog videos. Yeah, I think people just didn't want to, like, associate them with Wieners so much, so they started calling them Glizzies. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, it backfired. I don't want to see your penis. Because now people are associating, like, Wieners with Glizzies. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to reverse the fact. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to get away from the from the look and the shape of the hot dog. So <laughs> it's part of the charm. It's part yeah, of the charm. It really the charm. is <laughs> the phallic diet, as we talked about. Well, I can't say the name no, my brother. What a top. One of the other things every time we have had you on the show is we talk about TV shows a little. Yeah, I'm here yeah. for it. I will yeah. say, um, I work in the in the biz now. Yeah. Uh, so I'm happy to talk about shows. I just won't. Uh, I'm not going to dunk on any shows today. Yeah. That's no, my no, no. Thing. We don't need. We don't need to. We're not going to do any bashing. I want or one any, show dunked yeah. on. We're, we're not. No, I can't. Like, I mean, I could. Come on, dunk on like, one show. Chubstep. Dunk on Chubstep. No, except somebody like listening to me dunking on a show and sending it to somebody <laughs> important in the company and being like, "Fire this person." Or <laughs> we'll pick one from a different company. But, no, well, no, no, we're not going to dunk on it. We're not. Listen, I'll praise shows from different companies. Yeah, here's what. All right, I'm going to dunk on one. Can I tell you? This is the opposite, Duncan. Here's the ones that are I'm sad are leaving. Uh, the ones that got canceled uh, that I enjoyed quite a bit. One is Reboot. Did you watch that show? No, but I, I did want to. I heard good things. 
I yeah. was kind of surprised it got canceled that quick. I was surprised it got canceled too. It was a Hulu show. Uh, I enjoyed it. It was basically a show about um, a show from like the 80s that they're rebooting now. And it was just following these kind of actors that haven't done anything in a while. And they're all like, yeah, let's redo the show now. Uh, and it was it was a comedy. It was good. Oh. That was good. And then um, Avenue 5, I liked a lot. That's interesting. Um because before I started at my current job, I watched a couple episodes and uh, didn't really care for it. Yeah. Dunk it uh, on it. No, no. <laughs> Dunk it on it. <laughs> but I have, I, I didn't, I, I saw only some clips of season two, but my coworkers who worked on it and also didn't care for it that much season one, I heard season two okay. was a massive improvement. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. It kind of ended on a note. I was like, oh, I kind of want to see what happens. Uh, yeah. Josh Gad's really good in that. Uh, there's a couple There's a couple characters that are really good. And it's obviously made by the same people as uh, Beep and stuff like that. So, it, you know, some good some good writing and stuff behind it. But um, I, yeah, I enjoyed that. I was sad that it was gone. But yeah, there's so, the problem is there's just so many shows out there. It's like somebody has to, people have to really love it to keep going. Yeah, it's crazy. There's a ton. And I think that yeah. one... Um, seems like it kind of like got screwed by COVID a little bit because they yes. there was such oh, a yeah. gap in between seasons and for you know that's kind of like the norm now which yeah. is annoying to me but I think yeah. comedies are usually isn't and so that one was like so far away from season one it kind of uh like yes. I think it got yeah I think it got reported that they had to let all the actors out of their contracts before it even came out because they were like we can't hold them around for four years like so yes. that yeah, that might have affected it. And it's tough when you have a first season show and then that gap is between the second season. It's like you try to get an audience, they've a lot of them have probably forgotten about it by the time the second season comes out and stuff like that. It'd be different. It was between second and third season. That would be easier to get away with, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, loaded cast too. I love uh love Zach Woods. Yeah. Uh so those uh yeah, those are my two that just came to mind as kind of like shows that were fairly recent that recently got uh said that they were that they were done there's a couple seasons that are ending but that's just kind of the end of like mazel is ending after this yeah. season yeah um, I haven't started the new season yet i'm excited though there's a yeah. lot on right now i feel like i'm watching lots of shows right now yes there is a t yeah there's a ton of stuff on mazel's ending and then succession this is the last season of that as well correct yeah 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 there's, yeah all good shows uh just tough when it's like at least they give you a, it's much better to have a warning like this is the last season than like all of a sudden you know like with avenue five it was just it was over and then you know they didn't get renewed that's a different that's a tougher uh scenario yeah i agree and i think it's it's nice that like creators are kind of being empowered to end their shows now like barry's yes. ending too um whereas i feel like in you know once upon a time maybe like 10 years ago if something like succession got this popular maybe not because it's on hbo but like there's a lot of shows where they'll hit like an ending point. The creators will leave because they're done with the show and then they'll just keep it going. Yes. And yeah. I mean, even like I, I didn't watch the show, but I think the chief example of people refusing to let something go is Scrubs, right? Like I, from what I've heard, they yeah. had like an incredible season finale that was supposed to be the end of the show. And then they're going to make a spinoff. But the network was like, no, just do another season of Scrubs. You can just yeah. use the spinoff as a season of Scrubs. And then like <laughs> yeah. people just act like it doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. People, yeah, you're talking about basically ending on a high note versus dragging it out and trying to get a few more seasons in type of thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I agree. It's it seems to have been the, the theme recently. I think of um like Shits Creek. A lot of people love that. And then they just were like, Yeah, we could keep going, but we're just gonna end it on a good note. Type yeah. Of thing. 
Well, especially for comedies, I feel like that's yes. that's pretty rare. Yes, I agree. So what have what have been some ones that you've really enjoyed uh, recently, or ones that maybe uh, people aren't you know on the lookout for, but they should be. I want to give a shout out. This aired last year, but my favorite show of last year was the show on FX slash Hulu. I don't remember what it originated, mm-hmm. but Reser- Reservation Dogs. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you've heard of, heard of that. It. It's incredible. Uh, like it's a it's a dramedy, but way more on the comedy side about like Native Americans living in uh, reservations in Oklahoma. It's okay. great present day, so it's not like. No, it's just like normal people. They're just living on the res. Um, yeah, that one's great. Well, I'm trying to think of what I'm currently watching right now. Um, do you, anyone watch The Mandalorian? You know, that's a crowd. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I know shows. I, yeah, I feel like a lot of people are like kind of hating on this season. And <laughs> I I have some gripes with um, the book of Boba Fett existing. So, no, I'll dunk on this one. Oh, because it's, it's Disney. Like, they'll be fine. <laughs> Um, I don't get why they made the the book of Boba Fett if they were going to put two episodes of the Mandalorian in the show when the show is only seven episodes and it kind of like it took away from the Mandalorian a little bit because I'm sure there's plenty of people who didn't watch the book of Boba Fett booted up Mandalorian season three and they're like wait a minute like I thought all this stuff happened in the finale now everyone's just like back to normal yeah and so I did that, that Yeah, it was crazy. I was a little confused. Um, and I feel like, yeah, I feel like people don't think the new season is that good, but like, I feel like it's more or less the same. I enjoy it. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. basically just a video game. Like, yeah, Mando <laughs> yeah. getting tasks and doing the tasks and moving on. Yeah, I think uh, they they've done a really good job. Uh, the Star Wars TV shows have done a really good job. I thought Andor was as good as anything I've ah, Andor seen. Is great. Yeah, Andor's great. Andor's phenomenal. Uh, but yeah, and me and Cedar big Star Wars guys and. I, yeah, those shows are as good as any shows. And I don't think you even need to be like a massive Star Wars fan to really enjoy those because they're, they're just solid shows. Yeah, they don't shove like Jedi stuff down your throat. You don't have to worry about like, what? how do they do force powers? You don't got to worry about the midichlorians. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and, and Andor, like you pretty much just need to know that like, Hey, uh, the empire takes over at some, or the empire already took over, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Government yeah, bad, uh, Andor. They're bad. bad. Yeah, government bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Andor, Andor was phenomenal. Um, yeah, and I'm excited for some of the stuff they have this year. Here. I'm trying to remember what else. I, oh, you guys watched The Last of Us? You know, Homer. Yeah, Cake. I enjoyed The I Last of Us. It. I did not. I had never. Uh, uh, I had never played the game. So I don't think it's on Xbox. I have an It's Xbox. only on PlayStation. Yeah, so I never yeah. played the game. Um, but I did enjoy the show. Nah, I got GameCast. GameCast? Well, there's GameCube and then there's Dreamcast. What you got? Well, I said I got GameCast, oh. man. Damn, I can't afford it. Yeah, it's... Um, I played the game, right, like, a couple months before it came out. Um, yeah. Just to get a feel for it. And it's pretty much the same, and it's great. Like, I think the show improves on mostly everything. And it's funny, like, because um, they obviously caught a lot of action, yeah. which is interesting. Um, but it was definitely the right call because, like, it's a lot easier to, you know, think about these characters a different way when you're not murdering like forty zombies and twenty people every <laughs> ten minutes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, and I've been playing through the second half, the second game, which is a lot more violent, and I think like 
the plot of the game is driven by violence more than the first one is where like the violence is kind of like secondary to the plot. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really curious to see how they tackle it. I'm really excited. I can't wait for them to come back. Yeah. Um, do you got, do you watch any Apple shows? Apple's kind of having a moment. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I watched what was the one with Adam Scott where he, Severance. he yeah, Severance. I liked that. I enjoyed Severance that show. Right. I watched the morning show finally. I hadn't seen that. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Uh, Ted Lasso's new season. I think I'm caught up. Yeah, I've watched a few of those. Yeah, ones. Ted Lasso's great. If you like Ted Lasso, uh, I watched Shrinking recently. With, uh, I heard good things. Jason Segel, really Harrison Ford. Yeah, it was really yeah. good. I think it's, uh, they're clearly setting that up to be their post-Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso, just like feel-wise, even though it's not about soccer. Sorry, football. Um, yeah. Even though it's not soccer. about football. Yeah, it's fine. I agree. I agree. We're, <laughs> we're in the States. Like we call it soccer. It's silly, but that's the name. That's what we're going to call it. Yeah. Um, but shrinking is great. Really good cast. It's actually written by uh, um, the guy who plays Roy Kent in Ted Lasso, who's also a writer. Who's also a writer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Nice. So yeah, that was one of his shows. Um, I'm watching so much right now. I can't. Abbott Elementary is great on ABC. I've um, heard good things. I haven't started it yet, but really good, really easy watch. Uh, haven't watched a network comedy in a while, so yeah, it's kind of nice to get back to it. Yeah, yeah. Clearly, like takes a lot from uh, the Office type type of show, but puts its own spin on it. It's great. Yeah. Uh, what are you watching? How, how do you like Mad Men? How far are you? Yeah, so Mad Men. So little Stevie, if you're watching this on YouTube, he is uh, his background is Don Draper's office and in, in Mad Men. Very One of his classy. offices, because he actually switches offices a few times. Yeah, at Sterling Cooper, not at Sterling uh, Cooper. Uh, so I am on the last season right now. I enjoy it quite a bit. Uh, at first, I think the problem was Chubstep Amy first described it to me as uh, Marvelous Miss Maisel, but not funny. And Why do my Amazon boxes keep saying that? A Marvelous Miss Maisel? <laughs> I don't even know what it is. It's a TV show. It's a TV show on Amazon. I'm like, <laughs> my boxes are pink and they say Marvelous Miss Maisel on them. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, they're promoting. It's an Amazon Prime show. I enjoy it. Uh, I mean, it's a little, actually, Stevie was the one that introduced me to it. I, I've seen it all now. Um, yeah, it's a great show. It is a great show. It's As little Stevie described it, I remember you said this. It's way better than it should be. Like, just based on the concept of it, it's like the show is actually very good. It's about a, basically a stand-up comedian, a female stand-up comedian in the in the fifties. Oh, yeah. And so I actually had a a Mad Men themed party the other day with uh, some uh, old coworkers, and so I had the uh, the Kennedy poster up. I had uh, ashtrays all around with candy <laughs> I, cigarettes. I saw that picture. Oh. <laughs> yes, yeah, candy cigarettes all over the place. Everybody's dressed up, and then we had fifties style food, 50, early you know fifties, sixties style food. So Jello mold. Uh, we had pineapple upside down cake, Salisbury steaks. God, uh, that sounds devil, horrible. Deviled <laughs> eggs. Uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. You know what's going on here, don't you? Hand jobs. Is that right? What percentage do you think? It's good. And it doesn't it doesn't really seem like it falls off. It's pretty consistent throughout um, the season. Yeah, especially if you're at the end, um, I would say like, I think it peaks in four and five and falls off slightly, but not like in any meaningful way. Yeah, I, I it's my uh, it's my number two top show of all time. I think I'm a I'm a huge. Man. What's your number one? 
number one's the wire number three is the sopranos but i have like it's like this like oh, I think, it's, a, it's a tight sandwich yeah, yeah mad men and sopranos depending on the day i could go one or the other i think they're both phenomenal and uh the writer of mad men was a writer on the sopranos oh, not the no. writer but like a writer, a writer. so oh. we don't get mad men uh unless about the sopranos there you go. Yes, wow. I, I did not know about that. I and those are those would definitely be in my top five too. Uh Lewis TV. I've it's never tough. seen that. For me, of those. I have to separate like, yeah, Steve, you gotta watch you gotta watch this. The um, cable. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give you my login. Uh my problem is that I have to kind of separate comedies, I think, from like drama shows because I think if I, I factor I, those I do the same in, thing, yeah. Yes. If I factor those in, then I start putting like for me, like Nathan, for you is probably one of the shows I've seen the most times. Just gotta love those skits, or like I think you should leave it. Those like those some of those shows are so funny and stuff like that. But I can't really compare them to a, you know, The Wire or Sopranos or things like that because it's just completely different type of show. I agree. Um, and like, yeah, my like top comedy would probably be Arrested Development. But then it's like the last two seasons of Arrested Development are, you know, I I like them not nearly as good as the first couple, and so then it's like. Should that affect the ranking? Because if we're talking dramas, like, yeah, it affects the ranking. Um, like, I would, I ding Game of Thrones a little bit. I wouldn't even put Dexter in my top 10 anymore uh, because of how much that falls off. So, yeah, it's, yeah, I can't really rank them together either. And now it's like, I mean, Sopranos is kind of similar, but something like Succession, it's like, it's maybe the funniest show on TV, but it's not a comedy. Yeah. So, like, yeah. how do I rank it? Because that's, you know, that's creeping up the list. Like, I don't know. That'll probably get in my top, like at least six or seven. So, Stevie, why don't you give Steed a name of a show that we think he doesn't know what it's about, and then he tells us what he thinks it's about? Oh, that's a good question. Okay, uh, it's a great game. <laughs> I got. We can look. We can look up shows that are on things, right? Now. Um, oh, Steve, I got. I got one for you, uh, Steve. This is a show I watched on Hulu called This Fool. What's the name of it? Yeah, this fool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm gonna assume that's about a grandpa raising uh his granddaughter, and he's an old fool. Okay, a grandpa and raising he, his granddaughter. Yeah, he's and but he's like an, a fool because he doesn't <laughs> know how to do it, and because okay. he's old. And, he's but the parents are dead, so they got to navigate that. <laughs> and that's what it's about. Okay, it's uh, it's about a uh, guy who works at a place that rehabilitates Mexican uh, gang members, and his cousin gets out of uh, jail, and uh, he's also mentoring him in the program. It's a comedy, though. Okay, it was close. <laughs> yeah. I I I got one. Uh, okay. How about we own this city? We own this city? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I want to say like gangsters, but I'm not going to say gangsters. I'm going to say a fish market. <laughs> Fishmongers. I would say gangsters is probably closer. It's about closer, like, yeah. extremely corrupt cops uh, in Baltimore <sighs> based on a, a true story. It's very good. It's, it's yeah. very similar to The Wire. If people like The Wire. Very good. I, Jared, I actually went to the, I got to work the red carpet for that show. It's like one nice. of the ones I've worked. And uh, yeah. 
not these weren't like huge name actors in the show, but it's like the entire cast of The Wire. So like, yes. I'm seeing yeah, yeah. like Trey Cheney who plays Poot from The Wire, like walking down the red carpet. I'm like, that's Poot. Like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> like trying to keep it cool. It was, it was yeah. Great. Um, since we are talking about The Wire, I got to shout out Chubstep Mike, the biggest Wire fan there is. <laughs> is, that, is that the time we, we kept saying that and then we had him on the show and he's like, I've never seen The Wire? But for some reason... <laughs> we were talking about The mind. Wire like three years ago and then he listened to the episode and he's like, I have never seen The Wire. But we kept saying like, oh, he's the biggest Wire guy out there. <laughs> <laughs> and RIP to uh, Wire legend uh, Lance Riddick recently passed away. Oh, was, I know, man. Was also, he's great on Eric, yeah. the Eric Andre show. Yeah. I the the best Eric Andre show guest like by far I think oh yeah oh yeah this if you've not seen that it's ridiculous yeah all right let's give him one more Stevie what's it let's, can you think of another show uh how about this one uh, I watched this recently Fleischman is in trouble well it would seem that there's a Jewish guy and he's That's got correct. some gambling debt. Not that far off. Is he a uh, lawyer? Marital uh, problems. He's marital a doctor. Problem. I was I'm half right. Half right. Oh man, that's tough. No, yeah, you were correct in um him being Jewish is a big part of the show. So <laughs> well, I you, will give it to you. Too. You come in hot with Fleischman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, perfect. Uh so little Stevie, is there anything else you wanted to get to? We don't want to keep you too long. Uh, so I actually got a question and I wonder if anyone has an answer to this. So I, I was in LA last weekend. Um, uh, long story short, I met up with my old, my, or my current podcast host, Johnny for the first time. And yeah, Ramstock, Ramstock radio. Uh, we got a little too drunk. Long story short, I left my phone in an Uber and lost it. And so it was in lost mode for like three days. The Uber driver said they didn't have it. So I like gave up. Um, I ordered a new phone. And then last night after, oh, another show I've watched, uh, Beef on Netflix. It's great. Uh, high recommend. Okay. I was watching that. I finished the episode. I pick up my phone. And it says, my phone was found. And the guy called me like three minutes ago. And I missed the call. And so oh, no. I tried calling back like eight times. But my phone's not working. And I, he must have turned it off like pretty quickly after they found the phone. And... Now it's been off and I put it back in lost mode. And I made the note, like, please call me again. But oh I don't know what God. to do. Like now I have the new phone. Um, and so I need to set up the new phone. But like, if I set up the new phone, is it going to deactivate the old one? And like, I don't really need to get it back, but I would kind of like to get like my, my pictures and stuff. I don't know when they were last backed up, but so I don't know how to get the phone. I'm not a region. You got to go back to LA with a gun. <laughs> Because they're not allowed to have guns in California, right? So just like the show, we own this city. <laughs> you could own that city. You take over the city, the underground Uber phone smuggling ring. You you got to infiltrate it. So you become an Uber driver. Oh, it's going to be a six-month process, driver. but you're going to get that phone back. There we just go. all the wrong lessons from we on this city. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen the never... show. I thought it was like a good come-up story. <laughs> Quite the opposite. Like, yeah, very much the opposite. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, yeah, no, it's a good, I like Steve's idea of becoming an Uber driver in the city and kind of getting your, to know your way around and know the guy that, you know, basically stole from you. Do we, so this guy, so somebody found your phone called and then was like, Oh, I made an effort. Now I'm going to keep the phone type of thing. Is that what it seems like? <laughs> I well, don't I know. Him. <laughs> and cause so it was gone for like three days. And so like they found it and called, um, which means like, which makes you think like, Hey, there's no way this is like this person found the phone on day one and stole it. Like they must've yeah. found it later on. Um, but be like, it's at, I think it's at a certain location now. It doesn't look like it's a house. Like it looks like it's like either an apartment complex or like a shopping plaza. I can't really tell, but yeah, I just like, you know, again, like, I, I moved on. I got a new phone, but I kind of would like it back if they, yeah. if they have it. But yeah. if I activate the new phone, then I don't know if I could reach the old phone. Yeah, it's I I there's a crazy story about me finding my phone, Stevie. If you want to hear, this is a um, I'm going to find this episode because this is it's episode 208 of Chubstep for people that have not heard this episode. I had a crazy story where I, how I found my phone that was lost in a cab. Like the one time I took a cab and the phone slips out of my pocket. Uh, but similar sort of thing where I ended up tracking this down in Milwaukee. Uh, oh, so wow. I, I found the rough location. I was able to, you know, but it's, it's kind of a crazy thing how it happens. But uh, I think if you know yeah, the other rough location, you got to get your buddy uh, in LA and he has to track it down for you, pay him a finder's fee. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you send them out there. Does it look like it's in a bad neighborhood? That's the question. You got. <laughs> I don't think so. It doesn't. I was staying in West Hollywood, and it doesn't okay. seem like it's that far from my location. So okay. it's should be I fine. Got, but yeah, we'll see. I, I'm I got Bryn Flakes out there. Send, Maybe I'll send my buddy Bryn Flakes. Yeah, just send him to do a little quick scouting mission. Check yeah. the vibe out of so, the place. So Stevie, this reminds me of uh, I talked to this guy who was a uh, he worked for Enterprise Rent a Car. And he talked about how he worked at one kind of west side of Chicago and they would get their car stolen all the time. Like he just said constantly, like they would oh not, they couldn't track it very well. Like basically it was like, it was cheaper if they just stole it. They just called insurance. They got a new car type of thing. But he said for a little bit, they would like want people to like, he said the employees, they'd ask him to like, they knew the person's address that rented the car. So they'd like want them to go and like scout the house and like try to take the car back with their extra set of keys. And the guy's like, I'm getting paid like not enough to break into some yeah, guy's house, wild. you know, to the driveway and use the keys to get this car. This guy's, you know, crazy enough to steal the car. I don't want to go to his house. You got to give a bonus. I would have done it for like a thousand dollar bonus. But he, God, is that what he said? Like, either sitting out there and they saw the car, and he's like, I am not getting paid enough to do this. Like, yeah, like, yeah, no, I mean, if you want to drive by the location and like confirm it's there, yes. but yeah, you're not that's crazy. Yes, he said people would also like change out like the tires on the car or like they would change out parts on the car. Oh like, my gosh, or like, wow. He said, oh, yeah, he said he like what see what time he drove back from work and he saw the exact car that he rented out. The guy was just going like down the highway, like as fat, like going in like the, <laughs> the passing, like the non-passing, like you know, the lanes on the side for the when shoulder. you stop. Yeah, the shoulder. Yeah, he's just driving along the shoulder. <laughs> That's one of the cars he rented <laughs> earlier. Uh like, but oh, I agree. If you have that kind of will where you know you're fine tracking it down, I think you know, you pay your buddy, uh just yeah, tell him the finder's fee, tell him uh and if he's a good friend, he'll do it. Yeah. Tell him you'll cancel the podcast and you get somebody else to talk Rams if he doesn't do it. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, we'll see. I, I, I'm going to look into it. Uh, I'm not going to kick them off the pot either okay. way. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, probably a good idea. Probably unnecessary. Yeah, he's a great co-host, great guy. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, hopefully they just call me back. Yes. Uh, and if people want to check out Ramstock, where do they do that, Stevie? Uh, anywhere you get your podcast, Ramstock Radio. About the LA Rams. Uh, little Stevie, number one fan, number one commentator in my book. Thank yeah, you. me too. I appreciate yeah. it. Perfect. Well, thank you for coming on, uh, Stevie. It's always great to have you on. Yeah, thank, thank you, fellas. Great hot dog ranking. Loved it. Love, right. a, love a good hot dog. Absolutely loved okay. it. Perfect. Uh, and the show has ended. Be gone. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.